0: Expanding your mind with Grant Higgs. A boundary-breaking show designed to dissect subjects such as spirituality, past lives, hypnosis, the esoteric, ancient history, the universe, energy, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, the earth, and more. Welcome to this week's show. Doppelgangers. What are they? You may already know what a doppelganger is, or heard the term doppelgangers, doppelganger. Well, about to explain more. Excuse me. Love my water. Anyway, it was a term. I oh, did I come across it as a kid? I was fascinated by it, absolutely fascinated by it. And uh yeah, I think it's this, this book I had as a child. I think it was called Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World. I think it was. And it'd have everything in this book. It's a shame because I think my mum has it somewhere, even though I haven't seen her in years. I don't know if she's still alive. But um, it would have like UFOs, Bigfoot, doppelgangers, everything that's weird. You know, the pyramids, the ancient stuff. So even as a kid, I was drawn to this sort of stuff. And doppelganger has always been a term in my mind. It's like doppelgangers, doppelganger. Oh, you're you're a, do- you're a doppelganger. What do you mean by that? So I'm going to explain it to you. Doppelganger is uh, well, a German word, two words put together. It means double walker, doppelganger, double walker, double walkers, doppelgangers. Where did that come from? So I've just done a, a quick bit of research and I'll just go on a bit more. Now, this is, uh, I'm just looking on the phone here, and I'm just going to read off here because I found it so interesting and I won't be able to remember it all. Um, and I'd like you to, uh, you know, hear what it says because research has been done on this. OK, now you can research this yourself. It's in the... <laughs> Yes, I, I do this because when I say the name of this magazine you're going to go "Ah, oh, okay or, or it might not, not mean anything to you it's the Smith's, uh, teething, smithsonian magazine if you know the smithsonian institute that's the institute that covers up all the uh, giant skeletons that are found all over the earth they usually cover up a lot of stuff so this is where it says uh smithsonian magazine um art meets science and all I did was put in doppelgangers and this came up and I read it and I found it very interesting. So I want to share it with you guys. See what you think. Anyway, so one one today. Um, no air con. Oh my God, no air con. It's just an illusion, so it doesn't matter. Why am I really sweating? It's <laughs> my sweating illusion. I don't know. Um, doppelgangers don't just look alike. They also share DNA. As soon as I saw that, it just my own thoughts on it just went knew it knew it knew it knew it knew it knew it there's a lot more to it than what people think it says new research finds genetic and lifestyle similarities between unrelated pairs of and it's in inverted comes or speech marks virtual twins have I not been talking about hologram virtual reality okay so and there's there's, this and I'll probably show you on here won't come up clear but what it is they've got uh, a study was done so four pairs of human doubles included in the study right and they're right there (laughs) I can see them obviously so if you're interested go on the um, just type in doppelgangers and the Smithsonian Magazine has come up, and then you'll see the article. It says, doppelgangers share strikingly similar physical characteristics. They look so alike that, at times, these two unrelated people could easily pass for twins, or at least siblings. <clears throat> now, new research suggests that doppelgangers have more in common than meets the eye. And this study, uh, or this um, article, was only done last year. So it's a modern article, all right? Uh, August 24, 2022. Where were we? So now new research suggests that doppelgangers have more in common than meets the eye. People with very similar faces also share many of the same genes and lifestyle traits. Um, According to a new paper published Tuesday in the journal Cell Reports. Cell Reports, C-E-L-L, Cell Reports. It may seem obvious that people with similar facial features would also have some of the same DNA, but no one had scientifically proven this until now. Is this slow release? Said before there's some crazy shit going on around the world and now coming across this article, because in my mind, doppelgangers, where did it just come from? It's been placed in my mind, doppelgangers, talk about doppelgangers. Okay, and then I found this. Thanks to the internet, it's now easier than ever t- for researchers to track down and study doppelgangers. Track them down. Hmm. To understand what was going on at the genetic level among uh, among lookalikes, scientists collaborated with the Canadian photographer Francois Brunel. Since 1999, Brunel has been traveling around the world to capture intimate portraits of strangers who look nearly identical to one another for his I'm not a lookalike project. Researchers asked 32 pairs of Brunel’s models to answer questions about their lifestyles and submit samples of their DNA. Using facial recognition software, the scientists analyzed headshots of the so-called human doubles and computed a score to quantify similarities among their faces. They compared the scores to those of identical twins and found that the software had awarded twin-like scores to the exactly half to exactly half of the doppelganger pairs. To find out whether similarities ran more than skin deep, the researchers next studied the participant's DNA. Wow, this is, if you don't, this is awesome. This really, really is awesome. This is another level. They found that nine of the 16 very similar looking pairs shared many common genetic variations known as single, uh, I'm going to say this right, single nucleotide polymorphisms These pairs are therefore like virtual twins, says uh, Manuel Estela, a geneticist who leads Spain's uh, Joseph or Joseph Carreras Leukemia Research Institute. Uh, As soon as I read that, leukemia, sorry, it's hot in here. Leukemia Research Institute. This is where I'm going to go with this a bit later. All right. Now, I've written stuff down before I even saw this. Anyway, in terms of their lifestyles, the human doubles were also more likely than non-doppelgangers to have characteristic, characteristics uh, in common, such as their weight, height, smoking history and education levels. But though they had similar genetics and traits, the lookalikes had very different microbiomes or communities of helpful and harmful microbes that live on and in the human body and different uh epigenomes or variations in expressed traits influenced by the experiences of past generations from a nature versus nurture perspective this suggests that it's dna not environmental factors or shared life experiences that is primarily responsible for how similar doppelgangers look are you starting to get this guys dna they share dna how could they share DNA if they're from different parts of the world? Different parents, differentness. Think about it. Think about it. In growing population, in a growing population, there's bound to be some genetic overlap just by happenstance. Okay. Because the human population is now 7.9 billion, these look-alike repetitions are increasingly likely to occur, Estella says in a statement. So what they're saying is yeah the world population is real <laughs> would have been say for example where it's one billion and that's nearly eight billion again we don't know it's just their statistics is that via migration say so for example uh if i was i don't know from i have no idea from an algerian background for example uh Years ago, hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, and then, and people from that region obviously migrated and went around the world, and then thousands of years later, hundreds of years later, there you know, DNA from those people would still be in other people and passed down the line. Because sometimes you look like your grandparents, don't you? More than your parents. Have you notice that? Don't know. That made, that's, that's what they're saying anyway Because people spread out and grew That it's still DNA It's been passed on and passed on and passed on And comes out Bit funny though how uh, If that is the case That the DNA um, Is coming out At exactly the same time Don't know This is where I think it's part of a program Aside from pulling back the curtain Wizard of Oz catchphrase, on one of life's great curiosities, the research could have more important medical implications in the future. Pin your ears back for this guys. People with similar DNA may be equally susceptible to certain genetic illnesses, so doctors could use facial analysis as a quick and easy pre-screening tool, reports the Telegraph's Serenactin. Researchers say the findings may also someday help police investigators conjure up the faces of suspects from their DNA samples. There's a surprise, eh? <laughs> but you're really surprised at that, aren't you? That they're going to use it for crime. Um, but that potential application weighs into murky ethical territory, says Daphne Markschenko, a biomedical, ethic- a biomedical ethicist. An ethical, yeah, ethical scientist. Is there such a thing at Stanford University who was not involved in the study? To New York Times, Kate Gollum Biewski. Gollum, you hearing this? <laughs> We've also seen plenty of examples of how existing facial algorithms have been used to reinforce existing racial bias in things like housing and job hiring and criminal profiling. Marchchenko says to the Times. And there is, there's racial profiling. Shouldn't be happening, but it is. Oh, is that it? Oh, that's it. That's it. Okay, so they're not, they're not excuse me, they're not really delving super deep in it. But the studies, okay. okay. You know, i make now for handache for holding the phone. Guys, think about, think about this. 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 Right. What did I write down? Uh, yeah, OK. Right. <clears throat> I wrote down. Now, bear in mind, I wrote this down last week. OK, because i write down some ideas for podcasts. and go, OK, do that. And that one's coming up. and I'll do that and do that. Okay, when shall I do that one? So it's written down before I've even researched. When I wrote um, Doppelgangers, is it DNA harvesting for resets? We hear about a great reset. Do we all have doubles? Now, what was interesting in that article, again, they just give you uh, very, very brief information, don't they? They don't go into, into real deep stuff. And this is where we have to show discernment and cognition to maybe think about it, if you're interested in it. But the key thing is, is, is seeing what's not being said. Now, they said for you know medical purposes. Now, they could tell if someone's got an illness, if they've got a doppelganger. And they say, oh, my God, they've got, say, for example, cancer. That means that you're going to get it because your DNA is the same. But what if? What if? Dun, dun, dun. What if? These are kind of an experiment. And for very, very wealthy people who no one knows. To extend their life. Maybe they've had this. And uh, their DNA has been read. And said yeah you're going to have this. When you're 30. When you're 55. When you're 60. This and the other. So what we're going to do. We are going to clone you. And create a double. And we're. Not going to let them out in the world. Because that would be too obvious. Because you don't have a twin. Oh man let's. It's all linking. It's all linking. Oh wow! Okay, you'll see where I'm going with this. If you've watched the "Are oh, We Living in Hell?" podcast, which I should suggest you do, you this will link. What if they created a an island or a landmass or something? Where these clones who don't know their clones would live, living in the mountains, living in this, living a great life. And for example, they had a lottery to say, Right, you can be living here. Well, we're going to send you to paradise. You win the lottery, you're going to paradise. So everyone wants to win the lottery everyone's oh you know just play the lottery let's do it but in fact you're not going anywhere in fact what you're doing is you will be harvested you're, you're having your kidney taken out your liver taken out your heart taken out whatever to go into this super extremely wealthy man or woman so that they can extend their life Because on the clones they've worked out that okay, they're not going to get the illnesses or whatever because they've worked on it, taking that part out of that DNA structure. Maybe. Just putting it out there. And um, yeah. And what if what if some of this material got out into the real world? The real world. Into the world. What if some of these clones kind of thought, hold on, what's going on? And they questioned what was going on. Well, if these doppelgangers didn't want to stay there, even though it was beautiful, calm, they had their every whim catered for, there was no money, and um, they escaped. And then they come out into the real world. They couldn't make head nor tail. What is this? What is that? What is a car? What is this? What is what's that flying above? What is this? You know, they haven't been brought up in this realm, this world. And they go and track their double down. Hmm. Imagine that. In fact, you can watch it. Film called The Island. Go and watch it. Starring someone very, very famous that you'll all recognise. The island. Telling us in plain sight. You know, I think we realize that these extremely wealthy people, whether they're multimillionaires, billionaires, they're, you know, very rare they want to do something good for humanity. It's all, all about self, 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 self-preservation. And they'll do whatever it takes to live long, they want to live forever. Okay. Because their life is their money, their world, their, their extravagance. And this is why people say that certain families around the world just live on and live on and live on. Maybe in different forms, but DNA carries on. And that's why certain families around the world are extremely wealthy. They know how to control this, know how to deal with this. So these doppelgangers... Have you ever had that where someone says, Oh, you look like so and so, or you look like so and so? You're going to not be surprised to hear this. I've had this virtually all my bloody life. All my life. I had, um, all my life, all my life. <laughs> You're going to think I'm talking bullshit, but I'm just going to tell you a few experiences. A few. I had, uh, yeah, when I was. Young and I was working. I think I was fifteen. I think you're allowed to work now when you're fifteen, are you? But I was working in a in Woolworths, believe it or not. And so I'd be after school, I'd go down there on Saturdays, etc., etc. And one Saturday, I was asked to go and work at another Woolworths, Woolworths store with my mallet, my '80s mallet. <laughs> right. I, yeah. And uh, I'd go there, and we had to put um the signs up you know the the signs they're big hooks coming down from the ceiling you'd have to change the signs out for whatever the special is that week or a new line or sometimes they'd rearrange the store so you'd have to change the signage around anyway i I was i was up a ladder doing this and i felt a hand come up my leg in between my legs uh, and give me a grope went what the freaking hell i'm just putting a sign up someone's giving me a grope from behind And I turned around, who the hell's that? And it was a a girl. And she went, she looked at me, went, Oh, I'm so sorry. She goes, I thought you were my boyfriend. It's all right, love. (laughs) It's okay. Or she goes, and she kept looking at me, going, God, you look so much like my boyfriend. Wow, okay. And it's amazing how you remember these things throughout the years and then uh, years ago i was a hgv driver so i'd be driving all up and down the country driving the arctics the and i'd go go places and i'd turn around and people would jump back and go what the hell can't oh it can't be I said, what what because you know if you wear your hair differently or whatever through the years you may look like particular people and i said Car, you really look like him. I said, who? And he went, Rude Van Nistelrooy. said, who's that? I said, only a super famous football player, a soccer player, plays for the Netherlands, and he uh, was at the time with, I think, Manchester United with David Beckham. At the time, they oh go, my God, you look like him. Okay. All right. Don't know who he is, but I'm not into football. All right. Then I'd have, I'd get into someone's car Um, they have sunglasses on they look in the mirror and they're like whoa that's the way my hair was at the time you look like Neo at the Matrix It's like what really yeah looked a bit like Keanu Reeves through the years don't know and I'm not joking you everywhere I go I get people saying where have I seen you before where have I seen you before I'm not joking you it was an in joke wherever I went and I even said to someone before, we would go to like, um, I was going to spirit, spiritualist churches years ago. And I said, well, I've never been in this one. Never, ever, ever. Watch. Someone's going to say they recognize me or know me from somewhere. And I go, yeah, yeah, whatever. Walked in there. Immediately someone comes goes, where do I know you from? I know you from somewhere. I said, see, I told you. And then five minutes later, someone else come up. Oh, I know you. Where do I know you from? It's happened all my life so it's like how do you recognize me What, what, what are you recognizing is it you may have had this yourself and freaked out it's like god yeah if it was every now and then once in a while once or twice three times in your life it's okay but when it happens regularly okay so am i sharing dna with people that i don't know and I'm not going to say that I'm a Keanu Reeves lookalike because I don't feel that I am. But some people, in my younger days, if you know, obviously not so much weight on the face and the same sort of hairstyle. Uh, that was purely coincidental, you know, so I had it before The Matrix come out. Um, and who else? I'll tell you what, when I was 17. Yeah, I remember this. When I was 17, uh, again, mullet hair, whatever. And went to his party. I opened the door and his woman went, Oh my god, whoa, you look like Steve Tyler. And Steve Tyler. Yeah, the singer of Aerosmith. Really? Anyway, she got me the album of Aerosmith, and it's I can't remember what album it is, but I think they're looking through prison bars or a cage or something like that. And his face, I went, oh my god, shit. Well, obviously he's a lot older. Old enough to be my dad, I think. Don't know. But um, Yeah, so that's why I was always curious about doppelgangers from young all the way through. It's like, okay, are we some kind of genetic experiment where DNA has been mixed and just like, I'll just put it out there. And then all of a sudden we do have people looking very, very similar. You know, you look at Hollywood, Hollywood to normies. You look at people there and they look exactly the same is it because they go for a certain look or that um people have been made in laboratories have we all been made in labs and it's like hold on they're gonna suss out if you know hitler did it didn't he he experimented and created twins he actually created twins as whole villages in argentina that there's loads of twins one village had no i mean numerous Oh, I've just can envisage a photo. It's a black and white photo. And you see uh, young twins, adult twins in between, teenage twins. And there's a load of them. And I mean a whole load of them. Not like five, six, seven, eight pairs. Over 10, easy. 10, 15, 20, 30 pairs of twins in this village. So what if, then, run it out there. What if uh, these experiments were done back then? then people just went on their way so they were identical twins and because if you don't know uh, about twins uh sometimes um like identical twins they skip a generation yeah so if i was a twin for example wouldn't it be my children be twins it'd be their children would be identical twins so maybe an experiment happened back then or they did whatever and then these twins obviously went their own way and met people. And then later on, the twins are being born, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I it would be to the same. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, that, yeah, maybe the way the DNA is carried through people that way. They don't know. Then they don't know that they're part of a twin family. Because imagine if uh, your grandmother was a twin, an identical twin, but you, she died... Giving birth to your mum, for example, so your mum wouldn't have known, but then you're born as a twin, you don't know, and it carries on. But then you see the uh, pictures of people like Leonardo DiCaprio, Nicolas Cage, uh, who else, I think John Travolta, these kind of, you know, what we see as famous people. And then you look back and they show you paintings of people in the, the 1800s, 1700s. And the faces are exactly the same. So do they, they just keep churning out, replicating the DNA? Or is it because they do a reset every now and then, and then they have these, um, the, the DNAs and they just replicate it? It just, it's just it's not a coincidence guys there's no way it's a coincidence absolutely no way so how would they collect everyone's dna for a reset how would they collect it i mean God, it'd be obvious wouldn't it wouldn't it be obvious to the world everyone would notice wouldn't it ancestry.com those sort of places because People want to trace their ancestors, where they're from. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, I was from so and so. You know, a lot of Americans, look at them. They're not origi- original Americans, are they? A lot of them from Europe French, English, German, Dutch, you know, then Spanish went in South America. So they'll speak Spanish. But people want to find out where they're from. Oh, I've got this, I've got this. Oh, I've got 3% of my DNA is from this. I'm a Viking and people love all that, don't they? I'm a, I'm a Viking. 3%, okay. You may have some traits from that. But what if they're collecting it for nefarious purposes, for great resets? And then when you find out that, is it Blackstone I think it's a subsidiary of BlackRock, I think, or Vanguard, one of those. Or They're the same anyway. They are the same anyway, so I don't think they're not. They own virtually all companies all over the world, from what you eat, what you drink, what you buy, what you put in your car, you buy your car. All, all the companies are the same now, regardless of the name. But they bought out Ancestry.com. Why would a company pay billions and billions or millions or billions of DNA samples. Why would they need them? Why? Oh yeah, we're just paying I don't know the amount to say oh, I'll pay 10 billion for to buy Ancestry.com because we want to earn money from finding out uh, from people wanting to know who they are. It's like, hold on, if people have got it once they're very unlikely to do it again, aren't they? Because it's going to be the same results. So it's not a repetitive business in that sense, but it is repetitive business if you're in the cloning business. See where I'm going with this? So then you think, oh, there's this great reset then really happening. Are we all going to be wiped out? But because, you know, our dna over and you hear about the incubator babies the lab babies where they, they, they're grown in labs and you see the royalty going around looking at them in the labs they're black and white photos you see them and then the signs up babies for sale babies for sale <laughs> yeah the orphan trains you know the, the whole lot the cabbage patch kids they're not just cards in the 80s research the cabbage patch kids And it's too much of a coincidence, which we know there's no such thing as coincidence, when you see this, that, this, that, this, that, leading to modern day, and they call it doppelgangers. It's like, hold on a minute, 100 years ago, they would call it cabbage patch kits or whatever. So have you seen your double? Have you met your double? What are your thoughts on this? Have you given your DNA to Ancestry.com or another another company? Would you want to be replicated? Just imagine if the world was kind of wiped out shortly and then you're reborn as a kid and you've got these visions in your mind. It's like, and we call it deja vu. Is it really deja vu or is it our previous life, our previous program that we lived and why some things seem really familiar? So, like, oh my God, I recognize this street. I know if I, you know, it's usually an old street as well, not a modern one, be an old like cobblestone street. you know, And because don't forget, they have old towns and new towns, don't they? And they always take all of the business out of the old town into the new town, create all the shops, come here, focus here, focus here. Don't go to the old town, focus here. You've know, got beautiful old churches and pubs that are hundreds of years old there. History, no, come to the new town, don't go there. But when you do, you walk around there and think, I know this, if I walk down here, I turn left there, then turn right there, and da-da-da, we'll come out here. And you follow it, and it's... And people look at you weirdly. Why did you know that? You must have been here. You must have been here. I have not been here before. I can't remember it, but it's familiar. So that's linked with deja vu then, isn't it? Yeah, so... uh... Have you had deja vu? What examples can you give? Yeah. Even if you go abroad, some things might seem familiar. It's like, I oh, recognise that cathedral, that cathode rail. That's the real name for it. Cathode rail not cathedral. Churches, historic buildings. Like, why do I feel so drawn to it? Do you ever feel drawn to it? Drawn to old places? Who will we ever know? And this is why I suggested—I and I don't think anyone's done it—is if you've got, um, it's called a Dremel, a little mini drill that, uh, like, you can scribe and write, and you know, and get stones, rocks, and just write on it. Say, "This is the year so and so." Again, if after another reset, they may start from zero again, or another year, or whatever. But say, "This is what happened." But, I know you, you could fit a load, well, you can't fit a load on a small stone, but give clues to people. Again, we know we're going to get people take the piss and put false information down. So it's... But if not many people do it, and uh, authentic people do it, in different parts of the world and say, this is this, this is this. you know, Why do you think they had clay tablets, Sumerian clay tablets that are over 8,000 years old? The uh, Dead Sea Scrolls, all this sort of stuff. Can you go and see the Sumerian tablets? The Dead Sea Scrolls? All of them? No, not allowed to. Cuneiform tablets. You go in the the British Museum. You want to see the stuff. And it's ginormous. These tablets, they're they're huge. They're about, I don't know, 15 foot tall, maybe. We've all written language that we'd never understand. They did it back then. And don't forget our language. Again, I might do another podcast on this language. We was given different languages so we couldn't all be one. That's why we had different languages, so we couldn't communicate, and we'd be taught to hate each other—the French, the Germans, the the Spanish, the Mexicans, you know, the Argentinians. Oh, I hate them! The Russians. Sound familiar? It's amazing. This this is why I love it because you can have one subject like the doppelgangers, and it goes bump, 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 leads onto everything again. You, notice, you know, once you start questioning things. You question everything. So is this why we're due a reset or is this reset going to be stopped? Huh? Interesting times, interesting times, but yeah. It's funny I I just can't get to one subject when I do these I think Yeah, doppelgangers is only gonna be a short one. That's what I thought. Yeah, quickly do that now, because it's only gonna be a short one. But your brain goes, okay, but this and that, and add this. Is it a machine churning out, churning out new bodies, new DNA, you know? To keep the illusion going. You know, how do we go from... I mean, this is a big question. There were figures, statistics... Somewhere saying at the beginning of the 20th century. I don't know. Just say, for example, there were, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Five billion people, and they're up to eight billion people. I don't, I don't know. It might even be we only had two billion people, and now it's eight billion. I'm not too sure. But the statistics are there. They are there to research. And it's like, hold on a minute. So. That it grown that much, say in a hundred years. In a hundred years, then history doesn't make sense for population. Yeah, I know we had uh, ships and that. Then they said, oh, we got rail, so people could travel more, and you know, but it doesn't make sense to me anyway so if it starts say for example it was i don't know two billion in the late 1800s or whatever or, or you know before mainstream travel because i forget it was only the wealthy people that could travel by train via ships you know unless you were a slave or you know you're a, a worker on there or something <clears throat> so you're telling me the whole world is populated by rich people well maybe it is yeah Thinking about it, maybe it is in a, in a kind of a way, but then if you reverse it, so hold on, so we've gone for eight billion now, okay, eight, number eight, infinity, and uh, keeps keep saying the world's overpopulated, which it isn't, you know, you drive anywhere, countryside, 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 vast amounts of land. Well, there's no one there, there's no one there, it's only in the cities, the towns, it looks overpopulated. You go on these extremely wealthiest people, richer states. There's not many people there, but they've got acres and acres of land, and they don't want anyone else there. That's why they keep you in the cities and towns. But even if you reverse engineered it, I wish I had the figure. See, this is what happens because I talk about one subject, then it goes on to another, onto another. I'm not prepared for the figures. With with the figures, the figures. I'm not prepared with the figures. <laughs> so so if if, if like you know if we for example said like uh, to Christ 2000 years ago or so you're telling me that we're 8 billion now and we had a certain amount of population beginning of the 20th century which again I don't know the exact figures that exponentially grew in a hundred years, compared to the thousands of years beforehand and BC and, and beyond, you know, why or was the population bigger back then in the billions, but then resets wipe them out and they started again time after time after time <clears throat> when it gets to a certain amount of people? What is the magic figure that they want to reset at? Is it eight billion? Is it 9 billion? Is it 10 billion? What is the figure? Interesting, eh? Maybe have a look at the world population when Atlantis was around, Lemuria. What about Noah and his sons, if they were living like to, is it, 900 odd years old? And people say, oh no, it's because it's different measurements then. And, How do you know? They've told you that to appease your human mind. See how it goes. I love it. I love it when it goes like that. Anyway, lots to ponder, guys. Have you met your doppelganger yet? Yeah. Anyway, take care, guys. Speak to you real soon.